Chickity check one, check one two. Episode 28. How did we get here? Well, I'll tell you how we got here. We did this 27 times before. That's how. Antiques Made Daily, episode 28. Here we go. I like your Devo shirt. Whip it. Whip it. Into shape. It. Shape, it up. shape it up. Shape it up. It's not no, too late. Shit. Sorry I'm 20 uh, minutes late. Yeah. I was just talking to my sisters. Both my sisters called me today because I forgot I had armed my alarm system. And I opened the bathroom window and it notified them instantly that there was like a burglar alert. Oh, shit. Well, that's so it good to know it works. Yeah. So it really works. Um, yeah, I've been trying to, like, clean up. So I've been doing this random box thing. So I'll grab a random box, go through it, and wherever the shit goes, that's where it goes. Because I didn't label anything when I moved, because, you know. Right. <laughs> I miss you already. I know. How was your trip back? Look at that. Just like, just, it's like I always like looking out for my future self. Mm-hmm. You know, that bitch deserves a break. And a beer. And a beer. A fat tire, if you please. I'm having a, a, uh, a Quay Bay India Pale Ale from Kona. Oh, you know what's funny? Cheers. When I looked at this restaurant, Joe's, when I was started working at Joe's when I was six, 17, 16, teenager. Um, and we had that blue wave of that brand on top, which was the biggest mistake of a business ever because no one bought it. No one was interested in it. And ever since then, that brand has been like a bad marketing plan for me. Interesting. Well, I like it a lot. See, well, there's, like, always the tailors that would come in and be like, I'll try it. Yeah, I like all the beers they make. They're from Hawaii. Uh, mahalo. And but it was weird for an Italian restaurant. You know, it wasn't... Fair. It wasn't... I don't think it was, like, the move. It's not like I want to have my veal piccata with a side of Hawaiian beer. That's fair. Um, I get that. But I don't like fat tire. What and that's what you're drinking, so... Something happened then that still happens to this day. No one listens to <laughs> Diana. <laughs> Guess what? We had all these kegs full of beer. Yeah, I... Uh, like everybody got COVID. <laughs> Wait, you told us that wasn't going to happen either? No, I... Oh, I was called a conspiracy theorist to my face, which has happened before. But I was like... I'm not being a conspiracy theorist when I'm looking at actual facts. 
Right. We were seeing it was happening in China. That wasn't a mystery. That was common knowledge. True. I was working at a hotel, and this dude's mom lives in China, and he was like, dude, shit's happening. Shit's coming. I was like, oh, I didn't think that could happen. Um, yeah. Was, um, is he Chinese? Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now or, like, where he at is. I don't know. A bunch of us got uh, let go. How was your trip back from Nashville? I can't believe we're back to our old ways again. We're already back. We're back to the FaceTime. It sucks. I felt like the first day was like three days, and then the last two for me went by really fast. Yeah, I was, I don't know, I was like watching the last day, the hours, and I was like, this is, I don't want to (laughs) go. I had an early ass flight Tuesday. I had a great time. I'm so glad I got to spend time with people I got to spend time with. Um, I wish there was more hours in the day so I could see everybody. I wish it wasn't COVID so I could like be like, I'll show art at an event, and then people can come and go. That's how, before COVID, when I would visit, it would be like that. Like, I would do an art show. So I got to see a lot of the people I care about that live in Nashville. But now it's more like, well, what are you doing? Right. Do you feel comfortable enough to see my face? Like, are you okay with me coming through? Can I be in your home? Do you want to have a hug? Are you wearing a mask? Are you dick-nosing? Are you full face shield? <laughs> right. Where are you in the scheme of things? Are you supermarket sweeping it without a cart? Right. Drunk as fuck? Do you, have you had COVID? Are you afraid of COVID? Are you voting? Are you not voting? Like, are where, there's, it starts with just, are you where, are you having people around? And then it goes to the extreme of just straight, the whole year. Straight to dick-nosing. No. All the comfort. I need to know how comfortable we're going to be around each other. If we're going to be around each other. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, is that a random box of records? Okay, so I have a random box of records and shit. And I'd like to, like, do a surprise of what's in Duwop's record collection. Or at least what's in Duwop's music collection. I have also multiple forms of music that we can do this with on different shows but like cassettes and cds and such so i'm gonna pull out one these are just a few records i have in my room and and oh this is a good one in my room over in the brewery tina marie lady t fucking gem venice beach rays behind the groove oh dude she got a she their League the, of Their Own outfit on in the back? Is that what that is? is that... Oh, yes. She she Dope. was definitely Rick James' muse. Shout out to Tina Marie. Tina Marie. Oh, my God. Who did be that? She's so good. Oh, my gosh. Call it deja vu. What That's else you got point. in there? Okay, so this album is dedicated to many Julia Ripperton Rudolph. For eternal light shone upon my heart and the hearts of all mankind. That's Maya Rudolph's mama. Oh, really? Minnie Ripperton, who sings the Loving You is easy because you're beautiful. This is Nightwatch by Kenny Loggins. Oh, shit. Let me tell you, there's 
the cover of What a Fool Believes on here, there is one of my favorite songs with him and Stevie Nicks, Whenever I Call You Friend. It's a great album. Some, some mystery art. That's what I love about the 80s records. It's always like mystery art on the back. It never actually means anything that the album is trying to mean. This is um, uh, Jake Traw. Have I told you about Jake Traw? No. Oh my gosh, he's an amazing songwriter. He's worked with everyone, like Big Boy, Lil Wayne, Sia, like Lizzo, all kinds of artists. But he put out his own record um, last year. And I swear to you, I listen to every single song a hundred times a piece. What's the name? Jake Traw. Jake, the album is called Jake Trough. Yeah. How do you T-R- spell that? Jake is um, the typicals. Right. <laughs> and then Trough is T R O T H. And look at the vinyl. T R O T H. Oh, it's half blue, half red. Look like a Pokeball or something. But. Right. So bad. It's amazing, Tay. You have to listen to him. Looks like a cross between Enema of the State and uh, Pokeball. <laughs> story I'd like to tell if you can edit this one out real quick. Well, when you do it. Oh, you want me to not include it? I mean, you, tell me how you like it when after, but... Well, I'll put anything Jake in here. Trump you tell me that I can. Okay. But Within reason, I don't want to make you, like, you know... Oh, no, it's not uncomfortable. It's just... I mean, I'll talk about it. But the connection between Jake Trump is interesting because I was listening to, like, a singer-songwriter playlist on Spotify, and one of his songs came on, and I was like, oh, my God, I went to, like, rewind it right before it was ending, because I was like, I need to hear that again. And then I look, I'm like, oh, Jake Troth. Oh. I was like, oh, there was a Jake Troth that was rivals with in high school, and he was a singer-songwriter, and it is the same Jake Troth. So I was like, this is too weird, you know? But I had made a little video on Instagram in my stories of one of the songs. And he messaged me. And then we started messaging. And he was like, can you date? I was like, yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> but he's an amazing artist. And he's so cool. And, like, he's nothing that I was told he was like. And, and yeah, so now we're friends. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a cool guy. What else we got here? Uh-oh. Oh, this is a this is a good one. <laughs> Bootsy, baby. Oh, nice. He's from Cincinnati. Yeah, he is. I met him multiple times. Bootsy. We played a show outside of the uh, museum center in the band with my sister, um, 2009, and he played. He played later, and he was there, and he came up to us after the show and like met us all and. Uh, oh. Seth, our bass player, tweeted, like, just met Bootsy Collins, and he tweeted back, bet you still can't get the funk off you. And I thought that was, oh, really, I thought that was really cool. That is cool. <laughs> Dude, I met him at the Basement East. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, one of my biggest inspirations and one of my favorite songwriters, I mean, just like writers in general, Warren Zivon. Oh, yeah. I fucking love him. I love him. He's such a tortured soul. There's only a couple more. Bye Bye Birdie. Classic. Because, uh, you know, Birdie, hello. I'm going to do a cover of the intro of the Bye Bye Birdie um, movie. She's, like, walking on this um, treadmill, but she's singing the song, and it's very dramatic. It's very cute, but oh, yeah. it's very fun. 
damn, there was a pleather jacket in here that just destroyed some of these. Okay. The, another great songwriter, Jim Croce. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquarina. My favorite line of that song is, um, you can keep the dime. Uh, so good. <laughs> He's so, he was a child when he passed. Hey, I listened to, uh, or actually, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait to tell this story until after you're done with this. That's it for the bedroom records at this moment. Okay. That's one another segment of Diana's record collection or Diana's music collection. Damn it! I can't even get my own name right. Well. Thanks for joining us for another session of Diana's record collection. Yeah. What Diana's is it? music collection. It's Diana's music collection. Because it's so many different besides records. Uh, speaking of music collection and favorites, I listened to your fave, your boy, JBJ, on one of the inspirations of this podcast, Armchair Expert, today, while I was drawing. And not only was he cool and uh, charming, but I also learned about how much of an awesome philanthropist he is and how many cool things he does for his home state of New Jersey behind the scenes and it was very cool he's and I was really like of course this is doo-wop's fave and he's, he's just a, a good human being right totally and then he, he he's so good and humble he has, he's humble as hell married his high school sweetheart had kids four kids with her stays in his fucking city and holds it down and takes care of his city and then he has time to write beautiful songs and tour the world every year while he's helping rebuild homes in Haiti, where he's actually not the kind of guy who needs to be flashy. He doesn't make a show about it. He's just doing it. Right. Untouchable. <laughs> well, I would, no, as be, I'm sure no, you would no, love no, it. Untouchable. Being the fan that you are, you should definitely check it out because that podcast, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman, is is one of the inspirations for me of this show, and you should definitely check out that episode oh, in particular. Oh, I have it on my list. I haven't listened yet. Okay. I'm so bad with Because they're just so open and honest, and they just they are similar to us. They like are just close friends and uh, can speak honestly about what they're feeling, and I love that about that show, and I love that about this show, too. Yeah. It's all about the openness, not hiding anything. I hear Goomba. Weed taught me the metric system is what this pencil says. What did it say? Weed taught me the metric system? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the, the name of this episode. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love that we never have a name or topic. It just becomes whatever it is. So shit is crazy again, as you know. I mean, as always, I'm sure you've been watching the news a little bit. Not the news, but, you know, getting information. There's, like, so much happening right now, and it's it's really overwhelming. And it's exhausting. Like, how much fight can people put in? Like, how much, how much fight can we put in? It's taking a lot out of me. I know it's taking a lot out of everyone, but we have to do it. But I'm trying to be, like, more cautious with it these days. Like, I had a conversation with my my new BFF, Yellow Wolf. <laughs> and, you know, he made a good point. He was like, you don't have to be so loud about it all the time. 
now. Mm-hmm. And so much of a target all the time. And I, I get it because, like, I got back and I was like, yeah, when I look at, when I come back from Nashville and I see people are doing, like, I, I, I know people are in it, but I kind of need to remember that someone might try to fuck with me, I mean, again, for representing, which sucks that I would have to change anything about my behavior because of that. Like, I should be able to be myself at all times, and they should have to fix their behavior. Isn't that a cute bag? It's very cute. A little boombox boom shoulder bag. I mean, I, I agree. I think that it's it was good to get out of the city for a minute to get some perspective, you know, because you, you leave yeah. for a few days and you come back and then you're like, oh, yeah. Because you were there for a long time and it's easy to get caught up in what's ever happening where you are in your environment. Right. And so I'm glad that you're able to get that perspective and I think he's right. Yeah. And I, it, was, it was nice. I got to, like, of course I got to spend time with you, which is a dream. But it was nice to get to spend time with um, people, other people, and, like, talk about how they're handling just this year in general. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, I don't even fucking notice a difference at all. And then others who are, like, completely depressed and, like, brokenhearted over the events of the year. And then like, the rest of us are more of the gray area in between. The gray area is this much, though. There's this much gray, there's this much black, and there's this much white. And there's just, like, a big-ass gray area. Right, yeah, all we're hearing is the fringes and, uh, and yeah, everybody's stuck in the middle. Goomba's here. I don't know if you could hear him. <gasps> Let's say hi! See? Say hi to Auntie Daidu. Lose there too. <laughs> I miss you. I love your long hair. Thanks. I love your new hair with your shaved sides and shit. So cute. Girl, I'm out here mad maxing it. I love it. <laughs> oh, I miss you. I miss you too. Not you look right. beautiful. Come right. visit. I'm, I'm sad because your hair's grown so much. That's how I know it's been a long time. Just from the sheer length. I know. Well, I'm going to be visiting super soon, I promise. Because I, I might be in Knoxville in a couple weeks, so I might do another trip, like, just stay out there. Yeah. For a little bit. Totally. Come up here. Stay in the Midwest for a while. Yeah, come see us. We miss you. I will, I promise. Oh. Okay, go oh, soon. Come on. Come on, let's Set up so the I'm studio. The, yeah, rebuild. Oh my gosh, can I show you my studio? Yes. My spot is pretty cute. So it's in K Town, it's full circle. All of my arts. Love. This, Little this nook. This is my kitchen where I have to now learn how to cook. <laughs> um, which I'm not really excited about. 
I love it. We live. There's their little tower. In the bathroom, I love this pink bathroom. The little pink tub, so cute. It's so cute, and there's, like, so much storage. So, for me, being a hoarder, this is really in in two closets. That's the best part about the K-Town apartments, is the storage is, like, so on point. It is beyond. Yeah. When when I left, I was like, wait, now I have to find a place, like, there are no closets this big. I had, like, a walk-in closet, and then right. another closet, and then a coat closet. It was, like, so right. much closet space. Yeah. I'm, like, hanging up coats on this thing right now. Like, hanging up coats and purses. I'm like, I'm going to utilize the space. The whole space. But it's also weird to unpack, because, like, being that... There's not really enough space usually. I never unpack my shit. It's kind of like... 50%. You're never fully, like, settled in. You're like, I could yeah, just, like, yeah. leave at any moment if I really need to. Like, <laughs> I, like I like to be able to just hop up and go. It's a little bit of, like, a cool, like, gypsy vibe situation. Well, now I'm a grown-up, so I have to do something permanent. You got to put your stuff away, girl. You got to unpack. One year. This is one year I know you bring someone over and they're like, oh, you just moved in and you're like, oh, that was eight months ago. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's okay. Listen, we're in a pandemic. You just Our take, you take all the time you need. Yeah. Know. My Four plants months. are all fucking dead. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Still pending. Uh, Still all, buffering. All my poor shoes probably, you know, miss me and think I abandoned them. This is true. Oh, I heard about the baby Hats. plant on the road. Oh, yeah, I told about your baby plant. We carried yeah. all the way there. Yeah, it's downstairs. It's thriving. But it... <laughs> it's the one for my picture. Baby Groot. It's the one for my picture. It was literally, like, a tiny little offshoot of my, like, big main plant... And I had it, like, in a Pete's or, you know, some water, go get a tiger, like, coffee cup filled with water so that it could propagate and just traveled with it and took it everywhere. We, like, almost left it in the forest camping. It was a situation. I gave a piece of it to my niece and, like, she kept it so she could have a little plant, too, and she was super into it. But now it's thriving so i know i look at that plant that plant also is a big sign to me of like how long we've been here when i look at it i'm like in the length of your hair the length of my hair considering i also just cut like two to three inches off of it it's amazing though i love how cool it is you look she's like a lion thanks i'm trying to get to i'm trying to get that mermaid those mermaid vibes i want to be able to like be topless and just have my hair like covering my boobs that's the goal Yes, yes. I can get behind that. <laughs> I can get Smoke behind that. Smoke a little that. weed, just chilling. I can get, I can get behind that. <laughs> I love you. I miss you. Sorry for interrupting, but I'm really glad to see you. So that's okay. Not sorry, not sorry. You're on, you're on the podcast. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, bye. bye. Come on, buddy. Let's go. Go, Snug. Come on. Let's go. Oh,
Alright. Lou with the cameo. Show. I know it's been a while. She's so cute. I love her. Good job every time. I just I gotta tell you. Well, you know, a lot keepers of it's a, a lot of it's luck, and I've done enough to ruin it, and somehow it hasn't been ruined yet, and I'm grateful for that. So. Because there's mutual understanding. Yeah, no, it's all good. That's what love is. It's when love is when two people don't give up on each other. It's so true. Yes. We, we haven't is. given up. And been through some shit. I'm so glad. So. Yeah. I'm so glad you that painting um, resonated with you. I love it. I have it. We're gonna we're gonna hang it up at our new house. Yay. I'm gonna put it up you in my have, new in my new studio. You can honestly, have as many of my paintings as you want for your new house. Deal. Cool, perfect. Well, the idea is that I'm going to turn it into my art slash music slash podcast studio, and I want to have all my human animals and then your stuff around and other artists that I love, but mostly us. Mostly us, though. Um. We love us the most. Well, I want to recreate. Remember when we first started and how I had all my human animals on my wall, and that was like the, the... where we were recording, like that's what I yeah. want to recreate, but on a on a different on like a better higher level. Yes, I'm into it, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, so I'm like work. I was working on the spinoff. Did I tell you I'm gonna do? I'm gonna re reboot my old podcast, which is just like yes. me talking to my friends. No offensive to you, of course, but and you'll be on it, obviously. Oh, dude, I'm not offended at all. You're great. But uh. I mean, I don't want to do that much work, but... But you should be, like, engineering them at least. I figure I can handle two for now, and I want to yeah. I want to make it, like, circle it around the Human Animals brand, but mostly just have it be the same as it was before, which is just doing the same thing we do, but instead of me calling you up every week, I'll be calling up different people every week. Friends. Um, Will you call and friends? Well, no, I'm gonna, it's going to be called Human Animals The Hangcast. Which is not a real word, I don't think, but it's what it is. It's not really a podcast. Hangcast? Hangcast, yeah. Human animals. You might want to look that one up and see if you can get the website or something. Human animals hangcast or just the hangcast? Just buy the domain hangcast. Hold on, let's look it up. That sounds amazing, and I want you to have that. Uh, Well, because, I mean, that's what it is, you know? It's like, it's not really, it's a podcast, but it's mostly just like a hang, like, Yeah, I don't think it's a thing. Uh, hang casting. I, th- I see a thing in. So- it's like looks like Swedish. I don't know, but yeah, um, human animals hang cast. And I was doing the graphic for that today. Um, you told me the graphic. Uh, I can show it to you. Yeah, hold on. But it's what we. It's what I was talking about. It's like me, but with um, but with like the human animals behind me. Yeah. See it. And then I made the microphone the L. Oh, I love it. But yeah, so like, uh, cool. but I'm trying, I want to recreate that, um, that setting with like our art behind us and then just like the, the studio. Yeah. 
Hume Animals, the hang cast. Oh, what's that? Oh no, it's a podcast. It's, it's coming right at us. Ah! You're now about to enter a new dimension. Hume Animals, the hang cast. But yeah. yeah, stick stick around for that. Um, we'll have to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to repost all my old episodes, the 12, 11 episodes from my old podcast, which I was calling the Badass Podcast because I was new to this and I it was a bad name. But hey, you know we all our our, our rough drafts are rough drafts for a reason. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I'm going to re repost all those and then I'm going to re-interview everybody that I did like three years later or two years later and then after I do that then we'll start new episodes and then you'll be the first one of those we have to have a crossover episode (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying like it would be so funny you like talking to Taylor and Diana like if human animals was like interviewing Tay and Boo up and oh, like, I get it. You know? Yeah. Like, we're on the show. We're on the show. That would, it would have to be us on the show together. I don't, I don't, fu- I don't fully understand. I'm going to be honest. So it would require, <laughs> so, so Antiques Made Daily would be a guest on Humanimals. Okay. But Antiques Made Daily is Tay and Doo-Wop. Right. So we would be a guest on Humanimals. It would have to be done, like, it would take some production, but it would be hilarious if you were, like, interviewing us. But I was, so I was on both sides. Like, I was also, I was doing the interview and being interviewed, and then you're just being yourself. Yeah, I could do that, for sure. Hilarious, right? We'll just have to get, like, an animated version, and then, yeah, that'd be great. I'm all about that. Well, you can you well look at that. Now you're a producer on Human Animals: The Handcast. Hey, hey, hip hop parade! <laughs> that's it, and that's yeah, all. Any dorkier, I would be. In, I would be like the fucking band conductor, underage band conductor. If I could be any dorkier, this I also found that you were there when I got this, Tay. The Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. I was there when I when you got that. The interview picture this. Yep. Yeah, that terrible. was on Melrose, or no, on York. Yeah. At the little record shop there after we went to Donut Friend. Right by Donuts. Mm-hmm. Right by the Donuts. Getting Donuts and coffee with you last weekend was so fun. Oh, I know. That was a riveting of old time. I needed that entire thing with you. And we got to, like... I love meeting new friends and I love like I didn't I didn't even know I was gonna meet them or hang with them or stay with them and it ended up just happening and it was it was beautiful it was beautiful it was instant friendship well I trust you I know you're not you're not messing around you wouldn't go and stay with somebody that wasn't cool yeah I only date horrible people my friends are (laughs) exactly just kidding just kidding I'm single still 
<laughs> no, but I don't know. It was just cool. It was just like a genuine thing, and it was like, oh, these people are awesome. Let's uh. I haven't met new people in months, and I like to meet new people, so that was also a benefit. And we got to hang out with, with your buddy, Stefan, which was cool. Oh, man, he's hilarious. It's a good character. Had us rolling, for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a good night. Got lit. We all were a little lit up. It's one of my favorite things to do, which is take it up top at a Mexican restaurant, and I hadn't done it in a long time. Shut up to El Fuego and yeah, it was awesome. So you got to go to court now, or in a little bit? I have to go to court at three, traffic court. Did you get a speeding ticket? Was it a parking ticket? What happened? It was a cell phone ticket. What oh, happened fuck that. That's I ridiculous. I had my phone in the center divider, and I stopped at the Santa Monica exit, and I like was looking as a like red light, so I was like, okay, let me <laughs> check and see how long I'm, let check and see how late I'm going to be at work. All of a sudden, a motorcycle cop's head is in my needle. Like, he's in the convertible, practically, because I have the top down. And I'm like, uh... He's like, you know why I'm pulling over? I was like, no? Why? The cell phone? I was like, I can't even touch it at all? I was pissed. That's some... some I was like... Officer Booker? This motherfucker... Santa Monica police? Huh? Santa Monica police? I was like, what is this, 21 Jump Street? And I said, oh, Officer Booker, like, Officer Booker from 21 Jump Street. I said it after he gave me the ticket, so I should have said it before. My order was all wrong there. So you... Are you going to fight it? Hell yeah! Good. Come on, you know if it's me, I'm going to fight it. Whatever it is, I'm going to fight it. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I'm going to be like, I didn't realize I can't touch my phone at all. And if you're going to make me pay for this, I'm setting up a payment plan. Even if it's $200, I'm not going to pay it right now. I'm going to set up a payment plan just to make a fucking point. I, have to, I did that, and I got the... Oh, nice. All white skates. Roller skates. But they're vegan. Vegan leather? Vegan leather. And I'm going to paint them houndstooth, of course. Nice. Like a blank canvas. I love it. That's why I got the white. Hell yeah. Yeah, but I have a cuss. You know me. I'm like, if it ain't custom, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm being silly because I got stoned today, which, you know, I do every day. Aww. <laughs> My mom said something about that. She was like, oh, yeah, I need to listen to the podcast again. I listened to it before. It sounds like you guys are stoned. I was like, well, not every episode, but. But also every episode. I mean, not everyone, but a lot of them. Anna Nicole. Anna Nicole Smith. Playboy cover. She was so hot for so long and then until, until she was so not, and then she died. <laughs> Fucking Taylor Alexander. What? She was. The delivery? <laughs> she I was so her. she was so hot. I appreciate the darkness in your 
delivery. She was so hot for so long. <laughs> Until she was Until not. She was not, and she died. That's what happened. <laughs> oh. She was so God. not. It was. Didn't it was bad. Did her son die too? Probably. It was like Tiger King before Tiger King. Oh yeah, I mean. Which I still haven't seen, and I probably won't. So it's just, you know what the theme is? There's something they all have in common. Opioids. Something else. Like possibly being inbred. Oh yeah, that and and opioids. Oh, good. He should. For killing millions of people? Yeah, he should. Yeah. It's about time. And we should all get money for it. Well, yeah, we've all lost someone to the opiate crisis, whether they're dead or alive. For real. That is very true. Well put. Thank you. So, I wanted to tell you, since like this has been a long time coming, Liquor Stores and Donut Shops is officially on iTunes and Spotify. Really? Okay. So it can be searched. Should we play it again in this episode? We probably should. multiple times 
I played a bunch of my songs multiple you, times. Yeah, okay, if you want to, you can. You know me. I'm and you know what? I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep playing my songs multiple times because this is my, my show. And I don't get and I don't give a fuck. You'll you're gonna listen to my music one way or another. No, I'm just kidding. Hello. I should go to court like this, be like You should representing both my fucking ancestors. Yo Is there feathers in that bandana you're This is so this is my kente cloth. Yes. And this is my headdress. Okay. Yeah, why not? I might go to a protest like this with this shirt. Yeah, I'm listening to you though. I'm listening to you. What was I saying? You're very stunned. I, I'm in the conversation, yes. Oh. Because I haven't been smoking California weed. Oh, yeah, I know. That'll happen. And you come back, and then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hoo-ha. I was in Nashville for a week smoking that dirt Tennessee weed. It was bad. Yeah. No one wins in that scenario. No one's, because no, no one gets good weed. It's all shit, you know? What's his name? Ben. A young Ben win. The people... Ben. The people deserve good might weed. Be, might be illegal. It, federally, it's, it's going to be sooner or later. And you know how we're gonna? You know how we could get out of this economic crisis by making weed legal for real? Like, yeah, hundred percent. That would solve. I mean, literally right now would solve so many ish problems. You could just like Thanos, just snap a finger and be like, "Hey, this thing that we pretended like was bad for everybody." It's not anymore, and we're going to all make money from it. And that would be a really huge positive thing for almost everybody. Like, you can't everybody. you can't sleep, no problem. You can't eat, no problem. You got problems with stress, anxiety, depression, PTSD. Uh, does your grandma who's got glaucoma need something? We got CBD. It's nature's anti-inflammatory. It's literally nature's Tylenol. And it's sitting there, and we're saying, we don't want to do that. We want to continue to take opioids and continue to cause people the to... These man-made drugs that they, re, they, you know, they revise probably every quarter. So they're, like, always experimenting with them. As opposed to, I like Jack Herrera. I'm going to smoke Jack Herrera for the rest of my life. And it'll be the same Jack Herrera. It's not better, depending on where I get it, but it won't be genetically modified for my for my mental health it grows from the fucking ground and 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 pharmaceuticals are i mean mental health and like especially because that's my main reason for using marijuana me too
pray for me, please, before you go to sleep. You count all your tears before you eat. doing some research and, and listening and reading on, on some doctor's studies uh, that are, they're not old men, but they're not young men either, like in their 40s or mid-40s, mid and this actually hits on the vegan thing as well. Like the majority of plants that exist on this planet are not for us to eat. They're for medicinal purposes. Like, and the argument with the vegan or not the vegan thing, but the argument for meat eating is that almost the majority of plants are not edible and almost every animal is. And there's hard evidence that says that we evolved with eating a diet that consisted of animal products. That's not to say that people can't thrive being vegan, which you obviously are. Um, hundred percent. We are, we are, but the majority of plants are here for medicine, not for, for food, is my point. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but they are still healing, even though, like, right. you know, like, whenever I'm feeling, like, my tummy aches or, um, you know, I, my body needs greens and energy, like, I'll eat a bowl of greens and just be, excuse me, back. But yeah. I, I can, like, but I think that it is. That's the reason why veganism is so difficult for humanity because of the fact that we've inherited these habits. Like, right. I mean, I'm, I've eaten meat in my life. It's been almost more than half my life. 
it has been more than half my life that I've consumed certain like farm meats and shit like that but I've eaten meat and I had to because I was a child of a family that ate meat mm-hmm. you know it was just that was just what it was and that's been it for hundreds of thousands thousands of years now right but my issue my biggest issue with the whole meat eating thing is not the people as much as it is the industry right and the factory farming the and the horrors of that yeah people. absolutely it knows it's killing people and it does it doesn't the industry has no fucking shame yeah well it it's no mistreating shame. animals and it's killing people and so it's it's right right it's keeping animals alive that probably wouldn't exist if they had to defend themselves in the wild. And ruining the planet and hunting. ruining their environments around them, too. You know, it's not good for anything right. or anybody. What was that about hunting? Sorry. Right. I learned about hunting from, um, so Michael Wayne has this friend named Jake, Tommy Tulane, who fucking hooked up the best vegan meal I've had in a long time he made bunny dogs which are vegan uh, hot dogs made from carrots but he does something where he's a chef I can't yeah I can't wait to hear all about this oh yeah yeah he was telling me about um hunting because he's gonna go hunting with his dad or with his brother soon and he was saying they have to get like the tickets the tags so you get a ticket the tags yep yeah, so you get your one tag to shoot one deer, and if you if you cross any lines, so if you see a turkey but you have a deer tag, like there's fines to pay, like oh, it's, it's a crime. And yep. I was, I, that's a side of hunting I wasn't aware of, um, but I know that there are like I know a guy who would buy who would get one tag a year to get an elk. Him and his wife would each kill an elk, and then they feed their family that meat for the whole year. And yeah, that's what I'm trying you to do. Know, they're, Right. That kind of shit is completely different than what's happening when they're throwing, just throwing animals in a grinder and fucking grinding them up, not even getting rid of hair, not even like, you know, things that like can't be safe for us to digest. Totally. And they need to keep churning out McDonald's burgers, though, because there's billions and billions served. And they're proud of that. And that, to me, is what makes them evil. <laughs> yeah. Well, the when right. when profit and, and money becomes uh, the focus over anything else, over health, sustainability, ethics, any of that, you're in you're in troubled water. But that's why I'm so excited about the idea of hunting because I I love meat and I don't want to stop eating it, but I also don't want to continue to participate in any of that. And I'm excited about the the physical challenge and the um, adventure of it all. Like it, it's it sounds like a super spiritual and exciting and really truly human experience. And I want I want to take part in that. Yeah, I think it like it would give people if, if people had to kill their own food and dress it and you know dispose of whatever parts you just if they had to do all that they would have a completely different relationship with meat and i think it's it's with animals not with meat because they're right. animals yeah, but i think that animals. if people had to experience that they wouldn't consume it as much unless they could like kill their own animal 
but a lot of people cannot do that. A lot of people have to cut out the entire middle part of this animal's life. Well, they didn't. They didn't know they had a choice, and I think there's a lot of people that could that aren't like me. You know, like I'm totally capable. I know a bunch of people that are as well, and I think we're going to see a shift in that. I know I'm. It's on my list of things to do in the next year, is to yeah. to have that experience, and uh, I'm going to start switching my diet now to reflect a more uh, hunter's diet as opposed to a capitalist consumers diet right yeah yeah that's all it is i mean it's money yep and it costs i mean based on how much it costs for the tag it costs nothing to feed yourself for a year off of an animal oh yeah the tags i mean you can get hundreds of pounds or tens of pounds of meat for Like what is the main steak people like? A sirloin or what is it? Yeah, it's What's like a, 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 ri- a ribeye, a ribeye, a T-bone, a porterhouse. Yeah. A filet Yeah, any any of those tenderloin. What what is that like fifty bucks? Uh, depends on your quality and your a size. Plate. Normally, a one steak. So for so for if like you're a, a restaurant, that's like fifty bucks a plate, right? At a restaurant, yeah. At the grocery store, it's like thirty. 35 40 for a really for a good nice steak yeah and you're paying so a couple like, hundred bucks for a tag right yeah so like that one steak is half of the amount that it would cost you to just go kill your own animal let's see how big your balls are for real do it. if you can't do it then you can't chew it <laughs> there it is that's my campaign if you can't do it, then you can't chew it. Pull the trigger, bitch. Pull the trigger, bitch. Why are you being such a bitch? Pull the trigger, bitch. <laughs> oh, Rick and Morty, it's the best. I can't find my one slip I just had in my hand. Is it uh, behind your ear? or? I thought I was going to put it there, and then I was like, nah, it's going to fall out. And then it just... Oh, here it is. I lose them every time. I lose them right as I roll them. Like, I roll it, and then I just throw it on the ground. You need a little spliff case so you can keep them, and they're like a... I have a spliff case. Like a hand-rolled SIG case? Like one of those old school ones? Mm Mm-hmm. My metal spliff case? Yeah. Oh, I have something really important to show you as well. It just popped up in my vision. Yeah, I do have a metal case, but somebody, so the other day, since at work, and somebody had, like, dropped these all over the street. They're Tubman's. Oh, $20 cool. $20 Tubman's. she have a gun in her hand? Yeah, it says, enslaved states, give me liberty or give me death. So they're done in her life. That's and dope. Then, um, can you send me a picture of that so I can use yeah, that as maybe something for a, a piece? I think it's the White House burning down, and it says, Divided States of America, never forget 1776 to 1865. Wow. Dude, I'll send you one in the mail. Okay. Because you know she was supposed to be on the 20. Mm-hmm. So they went upon themselves to do it. 
We're out here with Tubman. And then that LA. that racist motherfucker Andrew Jackson was like, nah. Like, look. Front door. Front door. Do you hear her? Yeah, that's awesome. I love that for you. Yeah. I love that you got security system. That's that's what's up. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, might as well. Like, fuck it. What's $200 to make sure I can save my life? True. Well, it's $200 20, to save your life. 25 a month. <laughs> and, like, honestly, when that shit went off, they, on, they instantly hit my sisters up. That's awesome. <laughs> like, what's, no. the, what's the security system? Let's shout them out. It's called Cove. Yeah, shout out to It's Cove. called Cove? Cove. Cove. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, why not? Yeah, so it's a DIY, so you do, you install it yourself, you put your sensors where you want them, you name all the sensors, so I named the sensors before they came, um, I counted my windows and like my doors and all that, and I, it doesn't run on Wi-Fi, so you can just have it wherever, whenever, it's rad, and easy to use, and it came with a camera. Fuck yeah. And like a motion motion sensor that knows I have small animals. Nice. So, like, it, it will pick up their movement. And there's an app, so I can look at my place and check it out and make sure everything is kosher. That is fantastic. Shout out to Cove Security System, the unofficial sponsor of this week's podcast. Yeah, Cove keeping me safe. And I got pet insurance as well. Oh, shit. Um, um, look at you. The, Adulting. I'm so proud of you. I know. I be, be like doo wop, everybody. Um, I want to be more like you. I was around for it too because I was like, if something ever happens to my babies, I would fucking die. And I also would be broke as fuck because I don't, you know, as you know, you have a pet. Like, those are expensive. They're real. Like, they're real. Like, it's, it's expensive if something happens. It's to like them, having so. a child, an inexpensive child who never grows up or takes care of you. Yeah, who never takes care of themselves. They never make any money for themselves. They never do any of that shit. They just cost you. But they also provide a huge amount of joy and love, and I think that... I feel like there's a few guys I've dated who have been that to their mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly what you described. Yep. It's it's real life. I thought it was just fantasy. Maybe it's Maybelline. Oh, I think that's a different, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> but I love it. Maybe she's born with it. <laughs> oh, shit. I also ordered today the City Kitty, which is, uh, they won the Shark Tank for, uh, they created this toilet system that helps teach cats how to use the toilet with litter. And like, you just, it's, it's amazing. I'll send you a little tutorial video but I ordered it today because I don't want dumb cats we're going to use toilets I don't want to clean up this litter for the rest of my life I love it and when we go somewhere if something happens or we have to travel they can just use a toilet like everybody else yeah like jinxie cat right because my cats won't be smelling up somebody's house yeah that's awesome and you can teach them to flush and everything I love it Shout out to City Kitty, the other unofficial sponsor of this City week's Kitty, podcast. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, I got I got a roll. Um, yeah, I should get ready to go to court. But I should put on a suit. You should do definitely do wear do. a hilarious outfit. Um, do, 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 do. Fight that fight that bullshit ticket. Um, 
I'm glad you got back safe. Let's talk off the record soon so you can tell me about your I stuff you, you can't tell me thing. about. Okay, go ahead. One more thing. It's not going to be easy for me to be in the poop around police. Just a heads up. I know. That's why you're smoking the spliff now. you got to breathe deep, as I always tell you. You got this. That's why you should wear a ridiculous outfit. It'll make you feel better. Do I wear a Cops a Bitch shirt? This one my friend gave me? Uh, maybe just a Devo shirt. I don't know. Nah, not this time. I don't think you should wear that one today. I know, I wouldn't. But I would. Unless you're trying to go lose that fight you're going, you're trying to make. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. See, so I need my moral compass. <laughs> but um, we'll talk soon, and let me know how that court date goes. And uh, I will. Thank you all for listening. We love you. Thanks, and guys. Thanks for being here. We'll, uh, we'll check back in with you next week. Yes. Okay. Stay nice to each other and kind and considerate. That's right. Just like you said last week, be nice to your friends. Be nice to your friends. <laughs> be patient with your family members if you love them. That's so and true. And remember, you don't have to love them. They're just people. Truth. All right, y'all. See you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.